You can say that, or you can say whatever you want. What's up, flockers? There you go. I'm just gonna go with that. I was gonna do something else, but I, I never mind. <laughs> here did you kick ass? Is it kick ass and chew bubble gum, or is it here to chew bubble gum and kick ass? I have come here to uh, chew bubble gum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubble gum. Okay. Yeah. I so I so I watched that movie last or not right. last week, but the week before, right? So finally, for the first time ever. Of all places, like, why the fuck did you walk into a bank? <laughs> I, the whole thing was just, I just have a lot of questions, but it's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and, and you mentioned last week on the show that, that, that you actually watched it. And, I mean, you know, that that is a cult classic, and it's still, I think I relevant. mentioned this last week. It, yeah, it's still relevant today. I mean, and, it's, and it seems like every day it gets more and more uh, relevant. Um. Oh, there's a real good comment yeah. coming in from Beautifully Calm on Twitch, also known as uh, Ship Mess. Banks represent the f- uh, financial aspect of the shit that happens, and that's 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 definitely true. You're 100% on that. Definitely, definitely. But this is Here to Chew Bubblegum, episode 107. Dirty Dan is MIA today. Um, he has uh, a severe case of hemorrhoids that is acting up. He can't sit still. He won't be able to sit down. So we wish him the best. And, uh, you know, God bless you and your hemorrhoids. I got to go pick up his cream later. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, now. Uh, anyway, so do you want to do the emails? I guess, I don't well, know. Yeah. We're like totally just yeah. winging this right uh, now. Yeah. Let, let me make an announcement first. I okay. did not have time to set up the game. I did not have time to. Ah! Stop. Will you just will you just read the fucking emails and wait, just wait, let wait, me wait, have wait, my wait. fucking surprise? Okay, okay, okay. Let's <laughs> let's let her have a surprise. We may have a game next week. Let me flip through here yeah. and and get my emails. Okay, let's see. And the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you were like a little kid. You like like you can't wait to open a, a gift or something. <clears throat> so the first. <laughs> So the first email is from last name Sloan. Uh, Hello, everyone. My wife and I have been listening to some older episodes. Rebecca, we are impressed with you. You have grown so much since you first joined the lineup. Each of you are great by yourself, but it's uh, phenomenal when the three of you are together. We started listening to the radio show first, then the podcast. Goose uh, Goose has mentioned before that the show has grown and changed. 
Change is good, and you three are unstoppable together. Uh, thank you very much. I also wanted to mention that in episode 103, Goose talked about Jeffrey Dahmer being the Adam Walsh uh, kid, kidnapping, uh, being behind the Adam Walsh ki- uh, kidnapping. I think he's right when he first talked about it. I didn't believe it. By the end, I thought maybe. I did research on my own, and I think Goose nailed it. Happy Thanksgiving and Roswell. Well, thank you very much, last name Sloan. We definitely appreciate that. Um, Rebecca, what's your thoughts on that? Because, I mean, I, you know, I will let you go first because I'm getting a little teary-eyed there. There is a lot of growth, and it's always interesting. Like, I've made a couple, like, compilation videos of, like, you know, from the start to where I am now, and – it's gotten to the point where like there's been so much growth and so much transformation and so much maturity, not just like on like a physical level, but also on a mental and a spiritual and emotional level to that. Like I almost don't even recognize myself in some of like this older content. Like that's not, I don't, I don't know who that is anymore. Right. And so to be able to like see that growth and take that step back and kind of sit in the nosebleeds and just watch everything. It is, it is phenomenal. And it is something that we should all individually be damn fucking proud of. Definitely. Definitely. And that's very well said. Um, you know, it's, I love that, that the show has changed. There's some people may not like it because, you know, I mean, we still talk about, you know, all the stuff that we talked about before, but we have grown and we talk about other stuff and that you know i don't know if you've noticed but the little description on um, itunes and pandora and spotify and all that and even on youtube has changed i i changed it uh you know it does not say you know it's i changed it all up and you know it says we talk about you know x and x and and politics and we're uh, uh real world events music television you name it we talk about you know and that's just that's you, and I, I really, I'm, I'm having a hard time putting it into words because, like I said, okay. I'm getting a little bit emotional. Okay. When you realize that you have changed and you have grew and you look back, that's a feeling for me that is just like, wow, I am blessed to have, to, to have grew from that and to do something that I love to do with two of my best friends and... It, it, it just makes me feel good inside, you know. I mean, it, it really, really does. Yeah. That's that. That's that sitting present in gratitude. Yes. That's what it is. And that's Thank is- you. Opportunity. Like, this wouldn't, this wouldn't be happening if you had never sent me that message on that TikTok that oh. one day. Like, this wouldn't be, this wouldn't be happening. Well, so everything you know. really does happen for a reason. And people come into your life, in and out of your life, for... A number of reasons. Well, that's like, you know, I mean, and, you know, it's all because of, of that little art piece, you know, just that's back behind you on the wall. And, I mean, I was just, when I first found out about that, I'm like, whoa. And I, and I like I said, I had watched your stuff on TikTok for a couple of, maybe even a month before I messaged you. And because I had talked about you, and I wish I had the episode numbers. I had talked about you for like maybe three or four shows talking about, hey, you know, we need to check this person out. And, you know, there's this map. And I was like, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that was like a deep dive on the Internet at like 3 in the morning in the garage. And I found it. I was like, what is this? What is this? What is this? 
what is this? And then I, I meant it was purchasable. And I was like, yes, add to cart. Yes. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Okay. And, and, and for you guys uh, watching right now on Twitch, this goes to you too. Have you ever found something and you are 99% sure that you bookmark this like, you know, you didn't have time or you was just too exhausted and you go back and it's not there? Yeah. That has happened to me. That, that, that has happened to me, you know. So I, I reference you back. Okay, so I reference you back. I was, I, was just, I was just on this the other day. I reference you back to the email from the last, was it the last show that we did? About yes. the 50 or less shows that they're watching because we got yeah. a pin on the Pandora yeah. map that I tried to look up that doesn't exist. Um, but in Roswell, right? And yes. they're, they're listening. They are fucking listening because there have been so many times I've lost pictures. I've lost comments. There's been like my phone's glitched in such a way that like shit just crashes and it's no longer available and I have to redo everything. Tabs are missing. My apps will disappear. My phone has went haywire this week. Um, I mean, I'm showing full service and I can't um, FaceTime somebody. I can't get a text message. I can't upload a video. I can't download a video. And it has been like that ever since last Sunday. Honestly, uh, Sunday evening, uh, around 8.30, 9 o'clock at night is when mine started messing up. Have you named your three-letter agent yet? Mine's Tony. Like, when my shit starts fucking up, I yell at Tony. Shit mess has Sean. Like, what's your three-letter agent's name? Dickhead. <laughs> Dick for short. We'll call him Rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Richard. Mine is Richard. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but mine has been going berserk. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Purple Princess, she sent me a screenshot. She tried to send my oil pulling video to someone else, right? And when she sent it, it was a completely different, like, picture. Like, it was, like, some blonde bitch, right? And then she's like, is that you? And at, for a second, like, I had to, like, double check. I'm like, no, that's, no, that's not me. And then she sent me my own TikTok and it pulled up fine. Like it was my picture, my like thing. Right. And then she sent it to somebody else and another profile picture from somebody else, like a different profile showed up. And I was like, that's super fucking weird. And then, and then Stimess and I were talking the other day. She always tells me about the updates. Remember we yeah. were talking about the updates last week. She's the only one that talks to me about the updates because she knows all the point two ones, whatever the fuck they are. And she's like, bitch, I wish I didn't. Like, it's terrible. The apps are round. I don't like it. And so she's the only one that ever talks to me about that. I, and my phone is never on, like, auto update or nothing. Nothing. I went to text her last night. As soon as I texted her, I went back to my home screen. I took a screenshot of it. And I sent it to her. Because all of a sudden I have this like, you need to update your phone right now to 16.118, whatever the fuck it was. And I'm like, never in my life. And then I text you and you're the only one that tells me about this. And now I have the, it was just a whole thing. But yeah. Well, even, even yesterday. Well, see, no. <laughs> all right. That, I, I, I had heard people talking about that update. I checked mine yesterday because uh, uh, I heard some people talking about it. Mine is there, but it's not automatically Normally, mine just automatic updates by itself. This one is not. Uh, and yes, I don't have any of my automatic shit on, and it was like on my home screen. Like I couldn't do anything until I hit like either up install now or late. Like I always hit later. Yeah, like, we're, gonna, we're gonna do this later on my terms, not on yours. 
Now, this freaked me out yesterday. I, I had to dress up and, and, and put a tie on, which is, you oh, know, boy. Which is very rare. Um, you know, and I've not tied a tie in, in several years. So, and I thought that I had it right, and I did, and I'm just going to be honest, and, and I look great, you know. But I thought, I'm going to get on YouTube just to make sure that I've got, that I did it right, and this is how it's supposed to look. Because like I said, I, ha- I haven't tied one in about five years. So, I'm used to my phone listening in on conversations, and we talking about a specific, like a Ford truck, and then there would be advertisements for a Ford truck. Right. Or a barometer, and then you watch a TikTok yeah. about it. Like, we don't have those conversations. Right. So, I got on YouTube, and I typed in H-O, and the first thing that come up was how to tie a tie. Now, I had not talked around my phone about tying a necktie. This is me and, you know, just getting ready by myself. So, it's reading your thoughts. Well, it's evidently watching me, you know, and which I knew, you know, that they can hear and, and watch. But I typed in HO and then the rest of it uh, filled automatically how to tie a tie. That kind of freaked me out a little bit. <sighs> yeah. I wish little Dick would just give me good internet where I could where I could send stuff. Not bother me. Give us an interview. We'll uh, we will hide your voice. Uh, we may ask for a ride in the craft, you know, but that's it. So that's so. It's just like it's so obvious. It's so obvious. Like we know that you're watching. We know. Definitely, definitely. You want to take the next email, and then I guess I'll read Dirty Dan's. You want to read it? Uh, yeah, but I'll, I'll let you read the next one. All right. This is from Trent. Howdy. It's been some time since I've written in. My email is a question for everyone, including the Twitch audience. How do you tell the difference between a satellite and UFO slash UAP craft? I've noticed activity for one for one or the other seems to pick up from 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. in my state. It's a very good question. Thank you, uh, Trent. Uh Do you have an answer for that? Because I mean, I do. I I feel like, I feel like that's like, that's like an intuition thing. So I'm also on the whole thing that satellites don't really exist because space isn't what they tell us. So they can't really have satellites. And I feel like shooting stars and like UFOs or UAPs or whatever you want to call it. Right. Like that's actually what you're seeing and like stars and planets are portals and like, a shooting star isn't a fucking rock clump falling into our atmosphere. Like it's, it's something shooting through our firmament. Like it's like a craft, like going through like an, like another being dimension, whatever, like passing through because they're able to get the frequency correct. Because I believe that the firmament is like, you need to be at the right frequency to pass through it, which is why we keep bouncing off of the glass ceiling. And as far as the time, that would make sense because the like the dead hour is between one and three, right? Mm-hmm. And then and that's when the veil is thin. So if it's between like three and six, like that that whole morning time is is a weird time. Like sound moves differently, the air is different, like the veil is thin, and I just yeah, I'm here. Yes, and uh, uh, that's a very good answer. Uh, before I attempt to answer the UF uh, UFO UAP report that was supposed to have been out on. October 31st, 
has still not been made public. There's been little things that we mentioned, like I guess a couple of weeks ago, uh, that it was drones in uh, uh, China. Uh, drones, China, and like air, air garbage or something like that. Uh, but, you know, why is that report not out? It was supposed to be out the week of, you know, it, it, it got released to Congress October 31st, and then it was supposed to be released to us. It's not been released to us, so that's that's my question. Um, I think the movement, you can tell that, yeah. you know, uh, the, the satellites or whatever, they, they, they move slower. And the two times that I have saw something in the sky, when I watched them, well, I mean, the first one, I could tell you exactly, you know, it was, you know, the shape and everything. But you can kind of see an outline where uh, lights are flashing or, or lit up or different colors. Uh, I do think that drones, the everyday drones, some of those have caused some sightings to go up. Um, but that's that's a very good question. Does anybody on Twitch, you want to click on an answer? Um, I think we're I, at- I think I think there's like the the like you can tell the difference between a plane like you know what a plane is right like based on the lights and how it moves but like when when you see the stuff especially out here like I see it all the time and when I was on the beach like I saw some shit but you see them like they come down they hover and then they like they make these like very quick like erratic movement and then yeah. gone yeah. gone. Uh, there's even a story that. There's even a story that I recorded in the news uh, a little bit ago that there's a cop in Florida that actually took photographs. So, uh, let's see. Now, this next email, and I will try to do it justice. I know Dirty Dan likes to do it. He has a knack for it. This is from Mr. Bowling Cox. <clears throat> so, if, if you have any questions as I read it, please interject. <clears throat> Hello, gang. It's been a few months. But here I sit again, writing to my fellow flockers from an undisclosed location out on the trail. Slade the Sausack Varnet won his election last week for constable in the 74th district, but was caught behind the courthouse blowing the mayor, so he had to resign. Kara Lake <clears throat> has been gracious enough to step in temporarily and fill the spot until they find Sausack's replacement. It sure is nice to be able to check in on you all from time to time and uh, remind everyone that no matter how bad it is out there, we can always come together. That's what the holidays is all about. And just remember, during this time of year, more than ever, check on your family, check on your friends, your neighbors, even strangers. And let's not forget that God's furry little creatures. All life is precious, and do your part in extending the Lord's creations to another sunrise. And in case I forgot, I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, they say all you need in life is love. Whoever they are, maybe they live. Anyway, I guess I have a preconceived notion about love. I tend to believe that eventually everybody finds love. Many find it and lose it. And, uh, folks, that's exactly what happened with the 45th president. According to the way some of his previous followers are acting, you would think he cheated on his wife uh, with... I was going to uh, try to think of something better than a porn star, but went blank. Uh, my point is, Don has lost his spark. He's not that shiny go bar 
to some as he once was, and yet he really had no choice in throwing his hat back in the ring because, let's face it, the man is facing possible jail time. Now, I do think uh, he will see a uh, sale. What I'm trying to get at here is, why do you think the establishment doesn't want Trump back in charge? Is the history repeating itself so quick? It wasn't that long ago that Dem- uh, the Democratic Party railroaded Bernie Sanders. They could not control him. Therefore, they sent him to his political death. Uh, years of service wiped away because the establishment wasn't feeling the burn. And look at what that got us. A Powpaw representative that can't string a sentence together and is constantly confused and probably doesn't even know where he shit last. As far as I can see, it looks like the Republican Party plans to do the same thing to Trump, and Trump has nowhere near the years of service to the federal government as Sanders did. Uh, they will at least try to stop uh, Bigley. Uh, what if they are successful? What if Donald J. Trump does not win the Republican nomination? He will leave and bow out as quietly as Bernie laid down for Hillary. In the government's quest to rule us for using art of war tactics, it isn't enough to just divide us two ways. Sure, it's been proven to work perfectly. Uh, let's see. Work perfectly to divide Democrats and Republicans by mere policies. But these bastards are going all in and even pushing further to ensure we stay weakened and eventually defeated. Hillary versus Bernie, Trump versus whoever, they decide who to put up to take the Don out. Uh, I don't know what is happening for sure. I just know that is what it looks like to me. And this is why I've arrived at my fuck them all stance. They have never had our best intentions or our, our best interest and mind. And we are uh, to them, and all we are to them is piss ants in the lemonade. I'm just uh, pointing this shit out to, to you because we're in this together. Don't fall for these old age tactics. Rise above and whoever wins in 2024, be prepared to live another day with love, harmony, and peace. That's how we the people win. Love you all, Roswell, Bowling Cox. P.S. I've been traveling far and wide out on the trail, and I'm happy to say we've collected a record number of letters to Santa from all the young'uns this year. Sally Jean Sue is helping me compile them together, and you all can look forward to hearing those right here on Here to Chew Bubblegum in the next days to come. Bowling, as always, thank you very much, my friend, our field correspondent out on the trail. I'm really looking forward to the Christmas letters. Um... Letters yeah. to Santa. Um, what's your thoughts on Bolin's email? I hear, I hear you. I hear you. I get it. Like, I totally get it. And I just, I'm, and I really don't have much to say on it because uh-huh. I'm so, I'm so far removed Moved. from the political shit. Like, I'm no longer participating in the game. Right. Like, I feel like, okay, so you're going to go and you're like, well, this is how we make change because we have to, you know, we have to vote for the lesser two evils. So you're telling me out of all the people in the world, this is the best we got. That's it. Those are our options. Yeah, I no. struggle to believe that. And so in, in me casting my vote, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh-uh. I'm not going to participate in the game that I'm tra- like, that's not, that's not how you win the game. You win the game by not playing. 
There so that's you go. I'm, that's... I'm I'm slowly over here like separating myself from society, not from society, but like from the the societal norms, right? The the Truman Show, which is what right. I'm watching next week. Like I'm separating away from that so that I can be self-sufficient, so that I can stand on my own, so that I don't have to be dependent on anything or anyone, right? And it's it's a slow process and it's a step-by-step thing. I'm not trying to, you know, eat the entire elephant in one sitting, but I just really feel like I'm just not, I'm not playing the game anymore. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy to even pay the fuck attention. I All I know is that whatever speech Trump got everybody all excited for, it was incredibly fucking disappointing. So I'm glad I didn't get all worked up about it. Hey, um, the, you know, and, and, and Bowen touched on something there, you know, his actions, if he, if he don't win, he raised hell last time. So if he gets beat again, can you imagine his ego? I mean, I'm kind of interested in seeing what he's going to do if he doesn't win, you know, to see how it goes. I mean, not that I want to watch our country in a, in a train wreck. I do not want that at all. But I am curious to see how he reacts. Um, you know, without ticking anybody off, okay, we all – have our own thoughts and opinions. We can disagree and still be friends. We can still be civil. The area that I'm in, okay, until over the last, I don't know, eight years maybe, uh, especially the last five years, okay, if you wanted to have a voice and you wanted your vote to count in anything, you had to be a registered Democrat. Now, I am a registered Democrat. I have been ever since I've been 18 years old. Number one, it is a family tradition, you know, it just, but like I said, you didn't really have like, you know, the local elections in, in May. If you weren't registered Democrat, you wouldn't be able to vote for any of those people. You would be able to vote in November when, you know, they, when they faced the opposite party, but you couldn't in May. I have never one time went in and pulled a lever and voted for all straight Democrat, whatever. I vote for whoever I think is going to do the best job. Like you said, the less of two evils. I could give a shit less what party you belongs to. You know, what anyone belongs to. That makes no difference to me. If they're good, and I know that that's kind of a, you know, saying a politician would be good, that's that's kind of, you know, sound like there's a good attorney. Um, you know, I vote how I feel would do the best job. Um Life is funny because, and I think I may have told you this. If I didn't, I meant to. Uh, I totally apologize if I didn't. <clears throat> I've had people come to me in the last three weeks and try to get me <clears throat> a few years from now to run in politics and on, on a local scale for a local office. <clears throat> and when the third guy come, I just ask him straight up. I'm like, because he talked to me, he's like, you got any questions? I said, well, yeah, I do. I said, I'm going to be blunt. Cut the bullshit. I said, what do you all want? He's like, huh, huh, what are you talking about? I'm like, you know, I'm 48 years old, or I'll be 48 years old. I know how politics works. I'm like, you guys just want to try to help me. You guys want to encourage me to do it, saying you'll help me, and then if, and then if I did win, you would come back and want something. And he's like, whoa. Uh. I'm like, well, I'm going to be very blunt. If I did decide to do that, I would be a one-termer because if shit wasn't right and fair to everyone, I would not do it. 
and these people have not bothered me anymore. So, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, I have been told time and time again that I'm too blunt, but, I mean, I'd rather have someone be blunt with me and just say what they say what they mean than beat around the bush. I would rather have a harsh truth over an easy lie. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so. Let's see. Some of the comments coming in on Twitch. Purple Princess says exactly Trump has to make some big strides to prove he's not just trying to be the elite hider. That's a very good comment. Uh, you know, when he when he first announced it, and I I didn't even watch all of the little speech, the first thing that I thought was he's trying to delay uh, an investigation. He's trying to delay this. He's trying to delay that. So. I just, I don't even, I, I, I have nothing to add to this conversation. Why is, why is that? I don't know what's going on. I don't, I. I just don't participate. I didn't even watch the speech. All I know is that everybody was super disappointed. Okay. <clears throat> if you could. I don't, I don't need to know, though, because like this. If, can, if you could watch his speech or South Park, which would you pick? South Park okay. all day. <laughs> oh, I want to thank everyone for sending an email in. Um, you can always call, text, or leave a voicemail at 606-373-3396. At 606-373-3396. In the next couple of weeks, we will have some from uh, Sean as well, some voicemails and emails on something that he's working on for us. Uh, you can always send us an email. Do you want me to do that, Rebecca, or do you want to do that? Tell him I'll send an email. You do it. You can email Goose at here to chewbubblegum.com, Dirty Dan at here to chewbubblegum.com, or Rebecca at flockingqueen at gmail.com. So um, we're going to move on to segment one. And in segment one, the first thing we're going to talk about uh, newly discovered things in Antarctica. Okay. Okay. Can I, can we, can we just make it Antarctica? Because Listen, there's a whole backstory. This is your surprise. Okay. okay? It was in two in the morning. So I want to give, I, we need to give Shitmas like a huge fucking shout out. So Shitmas has created not only an Antarctica one and like pulled the research and the questions and like linked the shit with the stuff, but there's probably like, I think she's got like five or seven other trivia game so we actually created uh and she taught me how to like i clicked we clicked through all the things last night to make sure that i knew what i was doing and it was going to be able to share so she's going to keep score but she's created a whole antarctica trivia and yo it's good like it's good so huge shout out to shipmas because this is what this is like this is her thing and this is what she does so thank you very much uh shipmas uh, so i know that you were like because you texted me and you're like fuck i dropped the ball in trivia and I, yeah it was a late night. Anyway, but Shimas texted me and I was like, yeah, we're going to have to do trivia next week. She's like, let's go, bitch. I'm at my computer. I'm like, are we really doing this right now? She's like, we're really going to do it right now. <laughs> oh, so if you, if you want, we, we, I am ready to go. Yes, please. Trivia. And Shitmas is going to be keeping score. Okay. So if you guys want to play, put your answers in the comments on Twitch. If anybody on TikTok wants to play Antarctica trivia and do they get a prize? If they um, win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we will give a prize. Um, what would everybody would uh, we will give away a T-shirt. 
A t-shirt. Okay, so yes. we're gonna do a t-shirt for the prize. Um, shit mess. You and I cannot play. We cannot play. Well, you can play. I mean, you can try and guess, but what? we don't win anything. We don't win anything. You can play. I'm not gonna play. I already know the answers. Oh. Okay. Um, I clicked through it all. I, I clicked through it all, okay, so I had to, to make sure it worked. Anyway, so if anybody wants to play. While I get this set up, come come over to Twitch Queen of the Flock 138, and we will play Antarctica trivia. Are you, like there's like pictures and music and like she did all the stuff. Like it's impressive. Well, I am I am looking forward to this. I am looking forward to this. This is so much better than some of the stuff I wrote down. But I do want to mention <laughs> some of the stuff I wrote down. So. Uh, do you need to take a break and let people come over? Do we need to keep going? What do you want to do? Um, I, I'm good. Like if okay. you just if you want to keep going, I sounds good to me. I just need to see. We did all this last night, and we do this. Sounds. Boom! Oh, there we go. All right, let me do this. Okay, <clears throat> is that good? Grab my charger. I'm ready. Okay. So yeah, it's like it's a it's a whole thing over here. So we're looking at uh, the continent of um, Antarctica. We are. And uh, we're waiting on people. We're getting we're, we're waiting to start the game. Um. I don't know what happens if I, I don't know if it goes immediately if I click if it uh -huh. goes immediately into a question or if there's a title. So I'm just gonna wait a minute here on this screen because I can't remember. Okay. So we are playing for a. Uh, wh what are we playing to? Ha uh, how many points? Um, I think there's twenty questions. Twenty questions. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, she needs to. So, how do you want to do that? How do you want to do the points? Like, it, whoever gets what gets it right. Like, whoever guesses right before we actually have, the, like, they all get a point, and then whoever gets to the most points wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. So multiple people can win a round. Then. Yep. Sounds okay. good to me. Does that make sense? Sounds good to me. Um, but we're going to be playing for a here to chew bubblegum t-shirt. You can, are they, uh, are they getting the logo? T is it going to be from fed up, right? Is it going to be the logo t-shirt that you have on or hit, is it going to be the chew and bubblegum one? It will be whatever they pick out. We'll leave it up to oh, them okay. so they can pick it out. Let me know which one they want. And, uh, you know, then email me your shipping address, size and so forth. And we will get that sent out to you. We are about to play Antarctica trivia. The link you click said the user doesn't exist. For what? Um, we are about to play Antarctica trivia. So if you want in on a chance to win a Here to Chew Bubblegum t-shirt, hop on over to Twitch and we're going to play. Shit Mess is going to keep score. And we're going to do, we're going to ask a question and then we're going to let everybody that's playing, submit their answer, and then when we when we answer, when I pick, when I show the answer, everybody who got it right will get a point in the first one to what? 20? 20, sounds good. 20? Or, or closest to 20. <laughs> 
Because you might not have someone get all. You might not have someone get all twenty right. You gotta play. You gotta play to eighteen. I mean, you can still play to twenty, but you might have somebody get sixteen. Total so we'll points. go through it all, and then whoever has the highest score wins. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Let's go. Everyone ready? Okay. Yes. You type your answers in here on on Twitch. Okay. So, is Antarctica at the North or the South Pole? Well, that's a good one. That is a good one. I know the answer to that. <clears throat> and I think it would be easier for Shipmas to keep score if we just put the letter instead of the answer. Looks like okay. everyone knows that. How long are we giving them? That's entirely up to you. You and what? Uh, we'll give them another five seconds. And the answer is what, Rebecca? B. South Pole. Antarctica is in the South Pole. All right. Next question. What are the native people of Antarctica called? Oh, Jesus. Come on. Get out of here. Snowmen. A, Antarcticans. C, there are no native people in Antarctica. Or B, South Poli Pol Polans. Polans. Polans? South Polians. C, C, C. Everybody's saying C. <laughs> I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Last night at fucking 2 in the morning, I didn't tell. I was like, wait, North or South Pole? <laughs> Some of these are good. Some of these are good. Like, I had to think about them. Some of them I just, I, I had to answer the poem. Like, she had, she made really good questions. She... All right. Are you ready? Yes, go ahead. What's your answer, Goose? Uh, mine is, uh, there are no native people. Everybody got that right, that pixie. <laughs> Do you need a minute? <laughs> you need a minute to catch up? So while Shipmas is keeping score, I just don't have an instant score. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can take a break and then, like, announce the, the, winner. the winner. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. That's a great idea. And like, everybody also keep your own little, like, tick sheet of how many you get right to, so that way we can, like, cross-reference it. When she, how we listen, this was like, this was like, this was like a last minute, like literally two in the morning fucking decision. All right. We didn't have time to make a fucking spreadsheet. Okay. If the water wasn't frozen this morning, maybe, but I had to have a mental breakdown first. So it's fine. Now, if we do have a tie, I will provide something for a bonus question. So, okay. All right. All right. Next question. Who are the only people to live in Antarctica on a temporary basis? A, children. B, researchers, C, soldiers, or D, politicians? Man, you guys are right on uh, the, the quick on those answers. Yeah. 
very quick. Again, for those of you listening to the podcast, we are playing Antarctica Trivia with the Twitch audience. All right, what's your answer? Uh, mine is the, the uh, researchers or scientists. I feel like we need, like, background music. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, I might have something like... All right, which continent is Antarctica closest to? A, I got this one wrong. Like, I clicked all the wrong answers. So we got A, Europe, B, North America, C, Australia, or D, Asia? Read those choices again. Europe, uh-huh. North America, Australia, or Asia? So which continent is Antarctica closest to? Okay, okay. I got it, got it. Uh. I should have put a timer on it. There's a timer option. We should we should do a timer. We didn't know how it was going to work with, like, the that, delay on Twitch yeah. by the time everybody like, got their answers in and, like, understood the questions because the highest that the timer can go up to is 25 seconds. So we didn't know if that was going to be enough time. But you know what else I could get? Is I could get one of those, like, like a sand, like a sand timer. yeah. Because then it would be something, like, amusing to watch, too, yeah. right? Yeah, flipping it back and forth. Okay, what's your answer, Goose? Um, mine is uh, Australia. I think that was C, right? All right. And Antarctica belongs to what nation? Oh, that's a, a good one. New Zealand, right? She did a good job on these. B, United Kingdom, C, Sweden, or D, none of the above? Um, James, yes, you did. Yes, I saw it before. Good question. See, we'll play a little music while we're waiting. All right, what's your answer? Uh, doesn't belong to any nation. None of the above. It does not belong to any nation. All right. When did humans first see Antarctica? 500 BC, 1000 AD, 1520 AD, or 1820 AD. What was those choices again? 500 BC, mm-hmm. 1000 AD, 1520 AD, or 1820 AD. This one tripped me up too. Like, Amy, I agree with you because I thought the same thing on the last question, like, it because of the Antarctica Treaty, right? Like, there's multiple people that lay claim 
to the land, right? But, and then I was arguing with this question too, because I was like, well, are we looking at the Perry Reese map? Because officially, like it was like, it was, it was like, what was it? 15, 1570, 15, 15, 15, 13. I can't remember the year, but I was, I was arguing with this question as well. I was like, all right, semantics. We'll call semantics. That's fine. <laughs> oh. What's your, what's your guess? I'm going to guess 1820 AD. 1820? Yeah. Good job, Goose. Ah, thank you. I, I really didn't know that when I just, I, I was just thinking about all the stuff I'd read on it. And then, you know, some of the uh, earlier, earliest uh, recorded uh, explorers. And I thought I'd read something about 1800 before, but I couldn't, couldn't remember it for sure. So. Yes, I wanted to argue with this one because I'm pretty sure like the Perry Reese map and it was also drawn, right? Yeah. 500 years before, like it was just a whole thing. Okay, ready? How much of Earth's fresh water is found in Antarctica? A, 20%, B, 50%, C, 70%, or D, 100%? That's a good question. <clears throat> Very good question. Where's the music, Goose? Okay, here it is. <laughs> so the answer the answers are twenty percent, fifty percent. 70% or 100%, how much of Earth's fresh water is found in Antarctica? Do you know the answer? I'm going to say C. C. Because in, in my mind, for some reason, I was thinking 80% and 70s closest to it. So that's why I went with C. I'm going to wait for a, a shit mess. Okay, we're... Okay, she's caught up. I haven't seen one in a minute. I... Right? I I also agree, Amy, but it's... I'm here for the trivia game, though. <laughs> I'm not going to argue this. I'm not going to argue the semantics. We're not, we're not going to... Unfortunately, with trivia, we can't argue the semantics. <laughs> Especially when there's multiple choice, right? I'm going to switch the music up here, too. Go. Okay. She's good. All right. Next question. Antarctica is referred to as A, research haven, B, the frozen desert, C, the iceberg, or D, the Titanic? Oh, that is a good one. A real good one. Um, Hmm. Oh, good thinking, girl. <laughs> what were those uh, choices again? Yeah, so Antarctica is referred to as the research haven, the frozen desert, the iceberg, or the Titanic. Hmm. 
I think I'm probably missed this one. You don't. You're not gonna take a guess. I'm. I would guess frozen desert. We're doing good. Well, hi. Okay. Which of these animals do you not get in Antarctica? Penguins, whales, polar polar bears, or seals? Oh, I know that one. I know that one. I was wrong. I was terribly wrong on this one. (laughs) I know that one. This music here is from the 80s TV show V. That one is... uh, No, I think I've got this. All right, what's your answer? My answer is C, polar bears. (laughs) Amy, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. (laughs) It is polar bears. I thought it was penguins at first, too. I was like, penguins? There's no penguins in Antarctica. No, it's polar bears. There's no polar bears in Antarctica. Which that kind of like blew my mind a little bit. Happy Feet was at the South Pole. I bet there's no snakes in Antarctica. There are. There probably are not snakes in Antarctica. Penguins are kind of everywhere. Yeah. All right. Next question. Are you ready? Yes. This one. So this question. How big is the largest land animal in Antarctica? About 13 meters long, 13 centimeters long, or 13 millimeters long? Hmm. That is that is a good one. So how big is the largest land animal in Antarctica? <laughs> there are no ants in Antarctica. Hmm. Yeah, no bugs. So thirteen meters. 13 centimeters or 13 millimeters. I don't speak metric. <laughs> so what is the conversion? How long is the, how many meters are in a feet? How many feet are in meters? I, I sucked in math all through school. I have no idea. Um, I know that there's 12 inches in a foot. So. 3.1 feet in a meter. Okay. Okay, so three... Three times 13, what is that? Oh my God. How many feet would 13 meters be? Three feet in a meter, 39. 39. Meters are smaller to yards. Okay, we're getting getting way off topic here. How big is the largest land animal in Antarctica? About 13 meters long, 13 centimeters, or 13 millimeters long? All right, ready, go. What's your answer? Mine is C. C? Yeah. You are correct. Wow. And it's a bird. And it's wow. a bird. Wow. <laughs> oh, that uh, is a wingless. The largest land animal in Antarctica is a wingless midge. Oh, I thought it was a bird. Bell, bell, 
Antarctica, which is less than 1.3 centimeters long. All other larger animals in Antarctica are considered marine animals, meaning that they feed and live largely in the ocean. Like we had to, we had to like, look. I like, I was like, are you sure girl? Like, is this correct? She's like, bitch, I know my shit. Don't make me this. So she pulled it off and she was, she's right. (laughs) So yeah, 13, the largest land animal is 13 millimeters long. Yeah. Hmm. Good job, Goose. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All mammals in Antarctica have A, fur, B, fins, C, blubber, or D, teeth. Oh, that is a good one. Because my mind automatically went to one, and I'm like, no, no, that may not be the case. Uh, That is, man, that was... Oh, you did a good job on these. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What was what was the answer to A? Or the, the choice for A? Fur. Fur, okay. Fur, blubber, teeth. Fins or teeth. Okay. Fur, blubber, oh. So mammals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, got that. Okay. What's your answer? I think mine, I, I'm going to go with blubber. You're going to go with blubber? Yeah. Where did your mind go first? Uh, it actually went to teeth, and I started thinking, no, there's some of those little organisms and stuff like that that don't have teeth. So. Right. I went to, te- I went to teeth first, too. So I you're going to go with blubber? Yep. I'm, I'm going with blubber. Okay. It is blubber. Uh-huh. Yeah, but. And first went to teeth, and I'm like, nope, nope, I can't be right. How do you join the 500 Club? Live in Antarctica for 500 continuous days, see 500 penguins, swim 500 meters into the sea, or climb 500 mountains in Antarctica? I think I know the answer to that one. So, Goose, what is the 500 Club? Uh, well, let's let some more answers come in, and then I'll tell you what I think it is. Okay. <laughs> Man lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But I am... Uh, you may go ahead and take a guess. Most... So how do you join the 500 Club? A, live in Antarctica for 500 continuous days. C, 500 penguins. C, swim 500 meters into the sea. Or D, climb 500 mountains in Antarctica. Are there even 500 mountains in Antarctica? Probably. Sounds more difficult than the Mile High Club. I am going to say, um, A, the 500 days, stay there uh, 500 days continuously. You would be correct. So what is the 500 Club? I guess it's, you know, it's where you stay 500 straight days. I mean, but could, could you imagine staying there that long? I mean, you know, because I... I've, that's over a year. That's that's almost two years. Yeah, it's almost two years. You know, and, and some of the videos and stuff I have, you know, I mean, they've got nice facilities, but, you know, that it's limited resources, so. You got the next question pulled up. 
Oh, I do. The nations who have come together to preserve Antarctica for scientific research came together through the A, the Polar Compromise, B, the Arctic Treaty, C, Antarctic Treaty, or D, World War II. That's a good one. So the nations who came together to preserve Antarctica for scientific research came together through the Polar Compromise, Arctic Treaty, and Arctic Treaty, World War II. That is a good one. I am going to guess, if you're ready for my guess, Antarctic Treaty. It is the Antarctic Treaty. I actually knew that. That wasn't a guess. So I know. Because we've talked about it before. Yes, yes, we, yes. We, used to, we used to do a lot of Antarctica episodes. Yeah, yeah, we so when to. I saw it on the format, I was super stoked. And then this happened, so I was even more excited. All right, are you ready for the next one? Yes. What American Richard E. Byrd do in Antarctica for the first time? First to set foot on Antarctica, first to fly over the South Pole, first to map Antarctica, or first to cross Antarctica? I know that one. I know that one. Hmm. I do as well. No, I'm not cheating. I'm not playing. I'm <sighs> clicking the buttons. Who was that? C, D, C. <laughs> was that Mama Flocker that said you were cheating? No. Oh, okay. It's Greg John 888 oh, okay. on okay. TikTok. Okay. I, I actually heard somebody say something. I couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman or whatever. So, oh, that is shit mess. Thank you very much for this. I mean, this this is awesome. So, this is awesome. Um, If you want me to go ahead and guess, I will. Well, I'm not. Well. Watch me, watch me say that. You want uh, to submit your answer? He flew over Antarctica. He did fly over Antarctica because there was, and I did make a TikTok on this, and we've talked yep, about this. We've talked about read it. the diaries of Admiral Byrd, and he he flew into inner Earth is what happened. Yeah. He flew into fucking inner Earth. Yeah. So, yeah, he 100% flew over the South Pole. All right, are you ready for the next one? Yes. What was the means of transport to the... For the first team to reach the South Pole. Oh. Indus, horseback, dog sled, or on foot? What was the first one that you read? Skidoos, like snowmobiles. Okay. okay. Skidoos, horseback, dog sled, or on foot? What was the means of transport for the first team to reach the South Pole? That's a good one. That's a good one because I'm torn between two. Torn between two, but I think I'm going to go with the second one. Yes. Those are um, Purple Princess. Those are sea dews. So ski because snowmobiles have a ski have the skis on the front of them with the track, and then the sea dews they don't have the individual skis. It's just a set like a boat, like a boat base. So. Ski dues, winter, sea dues, summertime. Think ski winter. That's yeah. So so ski do is like a brand of snowmobile. 
Horseback, dog sled, on foot. What's your answer? What do you think? I'm going to say on foot. On foot, really? Yeah. yeah. I started to go with dog sled, but I'm 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 I think I'm going to stick with on foot. You're going to go with on foot? Yep. Which was which was your gut instinct? <sighs> dog sled. Should have went with it. So. It was dog sled. And then, and, well, the reason that I steered away from that is I was thinking, well, it's 1820. They get there on a ship. They're going to, you know, it may just be easier to, you know, if you have a large party to go on foot. So I was reading too much into it. <laughs> Who led the first team to research or to reach the South Pole? I am going to murder these names, but we're going to try. Okay. A. Is this supposed to be Ronald? Uh, Ronald? Yeah. Amudesin? Um, um, I don't know. B, Robert Falcon Scott. C, Ernest Shackleton. Or D, Douglas Mawson. <sighs> See, I've, I've, I've only heard of one of those names. Or maybe two. Yeah, see, that's I was like, all right, I've never heard of that name. I've never heard of that name. And I was. I was, like, down to two. Yeah. Hmm. This one I guessed on last night, this morning, whenever we did this. I totally guessed. Did you get it correct? No. Okay. No. And, like, when I got him wrong, it was always, like, I had to go through the three, and then I was mm. like, oh, okay, that's it, because I just clicked. I just clicked. Ernest <laughs> Shackleton. <laughs> I like how it sounds. <laughs> Purple princess. <laughs> All right, what's your answer? I'm going with the Ernest one. Ernest? You're going with Ernest Shackleton? Yep. Uh-huh. Ah, see, I, I've, I've missed two. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, it was the spelling is correct. Okay, Ro- Roald M. Amundsen, a Norwegian explorer. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. That's what I did last night. I was like, wait a second, because I went with Ernest, and then I went with Robert, and then I went with Douglas, and I was like, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> Yeah, keep on going, Dad. All right. The first voyage to set eyes on the Antarctic mainland was A, Palmer American, B, I'm just going to go American, Russian, British, or French, because I'm not even going to attempt the names. So the first voyage to uh, set eyes on Antarctica American, Russian, British, or French? Yeah. A, American, B, Russian, C, British, or D, French? Hmm. That is, that is, that is a good one. <laughs> that is another question. <laughs> Thanks, Howard. But it's fun to listen to me more. <laughs> Dumont Durovril and Billenhausen. Billenhausen. 
Bellenhausen is Russian. Palmer, American. Brands. Bransfield. Is it Bransfield? And I've never, I didn't take French. I took Spanish and it failed miserably at it. De, de Derville. I'm going to, do you want me to go ahead and guess? Yeah, what, what are your guesses? Uh, French. You're going to go French? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. It's always Russia. It's Russia. always Russia. Well, see, I know that, uh, what is it, uh, Little Russia is, is is there, or is it Little Moscow? I can't, I, I think it's Little Russia. Uh, but then, you know, like I said, I, I read too much into that because I was thinking back 1820, Russia, you know, they had some conflict. And so I just read too much into it. <laughs> this is a good intuition test for you then, Goose. Yes, it is. The first ship and expedition leader to spend a full winter in Antarctica was A, Antarctic Nord- Gold, um okay. B, Oh, fuck. This looks like fucking Latin. Uh, Gauss, dry glass, dry glassy. Um, C. Oh, my God. I, I can't. Um, our Ardland Dager. Are you going to help me at all here, Goose? Or D, Antarctic Southern Cross, Borgevekin, Borgen, 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 just read the fucking screen. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I would help you. But like I said, I keep my screen halfway minimized so I can do the do the audio recording as well. Here, I will send you a screenshot of what my screen looks like. <laughs> so, I know. I have mine, like, split on my screen, and I keep, like, going back and forth between them. I, was, I need, a, like, a second screen. So, yeah. I'm, I'm the same way back here. So I just texted you a picture of what mine looks like. You can share it with everybody. Because I'm sure Did people... It? Did you telegram it or text it to I me? I just texted it to you. Well, you're going to have to telegram it to me because I'm on live. And okay. Well, it. I will telegram it right now. Let me go to the app. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I am going to guess uh, B. B? Yeah. What's your next guess? C. Yeah, that one. It's C. <laughs> I should All right, next question. That one, okay. Which was the first expedition to deliberately winter in Antarctica? Same answers. Hmm. Deliberately do it. That is... Uh... I'm I'm gonna guess D on that one. You're gonna go D? Yeah. All right. I just telegrammed you a screenshot of what mine looks like back here. Oh, it's like wicked small. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> I mean I can read the, the, the question, but I can't read any answers. That's why I was asking you earlier, you know, what was so and so, what was so and so? All right, what's your uh you're going with you're going with D? Going with D. Going with D. You're going with D? Yep. Kimmy said A. Kimmy's changing her answer to A. 
All right, you're going with D. You are correct. Thank you. Thank you. Where's your beckon? Uh, that was that was just a total guess. A total guess. <laughs> so <laughs> some of these questions are fucking hard. Okay. Yeah. What was the name okay. of Sir Ernest Shackleton's ship in the in his most famous expedition? A Discovery, B Terra Nova, C Endurance, or D Aurora? <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah, so what was the name of Sir Ernest Shackleton's ship in his most famous expedition? I know that one. Uh, Terra Nova, Endurance, or Aurora? I know that one because in the 10 things that I prepared, that was one of the newly discovered things that was found. They actually found it. Do you want me to tell everyone what the answer is? Sure. Are you ready? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Are you excited? Yes, the answer is... Endurance. Endurance was the name of Sir Ernest Shackleton's. I do agree with Purple Princess. I like Ernest Shackleton. Ernest Shackleton. Now, you know, out of curiosity, if I have time to state this before we move on to the next question, uh, let's see. Uh, Shackleton's Endurance, they recently found it this year. It was uh, uncovered in March of 2020. Uh, it was a steam yacht that sank uh, by a, uh, let's see, it was discovered by a South African research team, and they were overjoyed not only to, fi- to find it, but that they were overjoyed with the condition that it was in. It was near perfect condition, and it sank in 1915. That's crazy. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next question. Oh, that's it. We're done. Yay. Yay. So uh, are we going to step away and take a break for a little bit and let let her figure that up and come back? Um, and... Yeah, we can. So this is. I'll do yeah, 10 can. minutes. Uh, you want to do, do a 10 minute break? Yeah. Yeah. 10 minutes sounds good. And we'll let ship mess uh, tally up, yep. tally up the answers here and we'll come back. Sounds good to me. We'll come back uh, in uh, about 10 minutes. If you're watching on Twitch, if you're listening uh, to the podcast, we'll be coming back uh, in a few minutes. You'll have uh, some commercials and news and so forth, and we'll be back. You're listening to here to Chew Bubblegum. Get your motor warning. Head out on the highway. Looking for adventure. Yeah, whatever comes our way. Yeah, darling, gonna make it up on See the world in a loving breeze Follow the guns at once Here exploding a speed Are you a horror movie fan? Yeah, I dig horror movies Are you searching for a great internet horror talk radio show to listen to? Why, sure, that sounds quite spiffy Then you need to tune in to deadpit.com It's the original horror talk radio show. Dead Pit is a show by the fans and for the fans. Uncensored and unbiased opinions are their goal of the show, giving fans honest reviews on new films and vintage classics of the horror genre. Make DeadPit.com your number one horror station destination. Authorities in Ohio say that DNA technology have led them to a serial killer in Cincinnati 
37 years after it happened. Uh, they said the DNA technology helped them solve the 1978 cold case killing of University of Cincinnati student. Prosecutors say the suspect, who they've linked to three other killings around the time, was indicted Thursday, more than three decades after his own death. Ralph Howe of Rosland was indicted Thursday on charges of aggravated murder and rape. According to the Hamlin County Prosecutor's Office, he died in an automobile crash in 1985, never being charged in any of the cases. The 44-year-old cold case of Cheryl Thompson, a University of Cincinnati student whose body was found along a riverbank in southwestern Ohio. Thompson went missing on March 24, 1978, after leaving her home, according to Ohio Attorney General's office. News reports at the time claims that she was going to meet her boyfriend, but she never showed up. Her body was found two weeks later in a river in Loveland, a city just north of Cincinnati. Three men have been sentenced to life in prison for shooting down Malaysian Airline Flight 17 in 2014. In 2014, the flight was shot down over territory in eastern Ukraine controlled by pro-Russia Separatist forces, a Dutch-led investigation found that a surface-to-air missile manufactured and supplied by Russia brought down the flight. There were 298 people on board, and they all perished. The four men who had ties to Russia's security services and the missile's deployment were charged for mass murder and downing a plane. This trial began in March of 2020. All four men accused are believed to be in Russia. All four men accused are to believe to be in Russia or a territory controlled by Russia. They were never arrested and were tried in their absence. A Dutch court has found three of the accused guilty and sentenced them to life in prison. The fourth was acquitted. A Florida cop takes pictures of a UFO. A police officer in Florida was understandably bewildered when he caught sight of a UFO following an airplane, and then he saw the craft fly away at tremendous speed once it had seemingly been spotted. According to a local media report, the weird incident occurred earlier this month in the community of Bratton Beach, as Charles Moreau's was on patrol. While watching a Coast Guard plane fly overhead, the officer was taken back when he noticed there was a big black thing in the sky behind it. By his estimations, the object was at least the size of a car or maybe a small aircraft. Intriguingly, it would appear that the cop was not the only one to see the UFO. As he says, the plane turned around as if to pursue the object. At that point, the officer was astonished, uh, which had largely stayed stationary in the sky. It suddenly shot off like a rocket toward the horizon and was just gone. The officer marveled at the puzzling anomaly. It had to be moving at least 500 miles an hour. Since the area is part of his regular patrol, he says he is very familiar with aircraft that populate the skies and that he is certain the object was neither a drone or a bird. Well, we talked about this story on the show last week. The owner of an Area 51 website 
and his home searched by federal agents as he claims, I am not a spy. A Nevada man who operates a website focusing on the remote, formerly top secret U.S. military base Area 51, which has been connected to UFOs and space aliens. Uh, This past Thursday, the man said that a military and federal investigator raided his home in what he called a bid to muzzle him. I believe the search executed with completely unnecessary force by overzealous government agents. He said this was meant as a message to silence the Area 51 community, and he also stated the question is now, how far will they go? I am not a spy, an email he sent to the Associated Press claimed. I and the vast majority of members of my website support the military, and we understand the need for secrecy to keep our country safe. In entertainment news, the jury in the Danny Masterson rape trial told the judge on Friday that he could not reach a verdict. However, the judge said that the jurors have not deliberated long enough to declare a mistrial. She ordered the jury to resume deliberations on November 28th after taking a week off for Thanksgiving. Masterson, 46, faces charges of forcibly raping three women at his home in the Hollywood Hills from 2001 to 2003. The charges carry a potential sentence of 45 years to life in prison. In a note to the judge, the jurors said they were unable to reach and unanimous decision on any of the counts. The jury had been deliberating for nearly three days. No indication was given as to the breakdown of the vote. You've been listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum News with me, Goose. Keep diving down the rabbit hole while we take a break. You're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum with Goose, Dirty Dan, and Rebecca. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's John the Bod, AKA The Bod Father. I have a new podcast entitled Beyond the Paranormal, which is on every Tuesday night on Beyond the Paranormal YouTube page, and we'll be streaming shortly on our Facebook page as well. If you want some information, on the paranormal and cryptids such as ufos bigfoot dogman come and check out beyond the paranormal every tuesday on beyond the paranormal podcast youtube site and also soon on our facebook page keep checking back folks we're gonna have a lot of great guests a lot of great information have a good one we're not gonna take it Bubblegum. We have a winner of the game, and Chip uh, Mess, do you want to type the winner's name, or uh, if you already know Rebecca, you can you can share the name if you want to. Um, I'll have Chip Mess. Okay, okay. So the winner is who is it going to be, Chip Mess? They win a 
here to Chew Bubblegum T-shirt. You'll get to pick it out uh, which one you want. Just go to Fed Up Gear and uh, click on podcast. Search here to Chew Bubblegum. Pick out any shirt that you want. Congratulations to Maypole. Maypole 8. So, Good job, Amy. Can we get a round of applause? Yay. Yes, we can. We can do better than that. We can... Congratulations. Uh, Maypole, be sure just to uh, email me, uh, goose at here to chew bubblegum.com. Um, once you pick out the shirt, or you can email me and I'll send you a link to the shirts. Um, then I'll need your shipping address and all that good stuff. But thank you. Thank you all very much for playing. We will, you know, be doing, we will be doing some games maybe what every other week until the end of the year. You want to do that, or at least up until Christmas. Yeah, I gotta get a sand timer. Okay. Yes. There's like they had there's a, there's actually a timer option on the uh, on the thing, but yeah, Shimas has a whole Oregon Trail one too. Oh, Bolin, I hope I hope that you are <laughs> listening to that. Uh, before we move on, really quick, I just wanted to tell to mention a few things about this. Uh, now, these were newly discovered things that were discovered this year in Antarctica. Uh, had you heard about? The uh, colossal squid, it was, uh, let's see, it was first spotted in 1925. Nobody had saw it since then. It had only been a rumor. They actually captured footage of it recently. Uh, and in December, next month, they're going to try to uh, get better uh, video footage of it and determine what kind of squid it is. Uh on its 100th anniversary. It? How big is it? It does not say how big it is. It just says the Colossal Squid Expedition. Uh, they're trying to find the Colossal Squid. So Why are we fucking with shit in the ocean? Okay, now, all right. And that is at one of the most secret places ever, Antarctica. When I first read that, I thought, hmm, I wonder if that could be like, you know, they contaminated something in the water when they're doing... You know, when whoever's doing experiments or research, and that's how it could have got that big, you know. And I'm like, hmm. So uh, there's also been an uh, enormous uh, ice fish breeding colony discovered. This was discovered uh, about a year ago. And let's see. It was discovered by the uh, Flincher Ice Shelf. And it contains 60 million nests of the ice fish. So, and they didn't know that that that, that was there. Sponges have. Can we just leave shit alone and just stop opening up fucking Jumanji games? Can we just let it be? It's clearly fine. Don't touch it. It's not yours. Um, chaotic. The squid. He said some can get up to 45 feet long. I 45 think. feet. Yeah. <laughs> No. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Why in the fuck would you want to go after a 45-foot other dimensional sea creature that could eat you? No. Yeah. Because squids, don't they have beaks? Uh, yes, yes. No, yes. no. Some of them do. No. Yes. Uh, they recently found uh, through drilling, a drilling process, they hit a boulder uh, and all this is recorded on camera. They found sponge animals on a rock and other 
living animals that they've not yet identified or no one has ever seen. That happened uh, in May of this year. And number one on this list was uh, Hidden Life was Discovered Under Antarctica's Larsen Ice Shelf. And it shows sh- uh, shrimp-like creatures swimming in their underwater, uh, underwater habitat. Uh, they were found 1,640 feet below the surface from the ice. So that, that proves that there is creatures that we've not even make that we don't even know of living under the ice at Antarctica. And that goes back, I mean, you go back and look at uh, the uh, Chernobyl site from that accident, and you have all these animals that are disfigured or, you know, but they adapted you know, to the radiation and the chemicals. And, and you know, they say some of those are, are thriving. So they found roly-poly. Really? Do you know what roly-polies are? Those the are the little bugs are. that roll up, right? Yeah. A foot long? Wow. I would yeah. love to see that. I would love to see that. I would love to see that through a screen from a fucking distance. I would love to see it roll up and... uh so, uh, Rebecca, moving on, segment three, question of the week responses from last week. Um, I dropped the ball. I don't have them. Okay. I don't, I, I, we can, that's a lot, that's a lot of screenshotting and, uh, like that, that, it off and I didn't, that, so I that is no problem. But what was the question of the week? Last Quit week? saying you're sorry. The question of the week last week was what will happen to those who choose to separate from society to separate from society in order to protect their ancestral no. purity? No. No what? That wasn't the question. Yes, it was. was. No, it wasn't. I just took a screenshot of it. Are last you sure? Question. I'm a hundred. I'm. 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 I'm a hundred and ten. Okay. I'm like, hold on a second, because... That was the question of the week from the week before. See, that... You're like, you. that's twice now. You've been a week behind. <laughs> I don't... Listen, hold on a second. My okay. going to pause. I don't care. Hold on. Okay. Because um, I just... I was trying to screenshot it on the break, and I just didn't. How do you come to terms with those who cannot see what is possible? That's what it... No. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was completely wrong. The question so, of the week was what she yeah, said. The question of the week last week was how do you come to terms with people who can't see what is possible? And a lot like the general theme of the answers was just that they are. They're on they're on their own path and that you can only you can only present information and you can only explain it to the level of their understanding. So that was last week's question. Yes. So this question. I apologize for saying okay. the question from the week before. Will it? So this is kind of going in in tie with last week's question. Okay. And so this week's question is, will it ever be possible to teach others to think for themselves instead of following a group think mentality? Oh, that is a good one. That is a good one. <clears throat> Telegram that to me if you don't mind. Yeah. So, will it ever be possible to teach others to think for themselves instead of following a group think mentality? And I think I would, that that 
that's kind of been happening to a point, right? Like there's, there's so many like independent thinkers and people that, that can think for themselves and that do have their own discernment and that are doing their own research. But at the same time too, like it just, it brings me to like this whole like retrograde thing. Like, I don't believe that planets go into retrograde and that if it really is just them, okay. So like the giant placebo effect, like, Oh, it's going into retrograde. Everything's going to be fucked up and crazy. So we believe that it's true. So are we still in our own way, even when we are trying to think outside the box and follow our own thought pattern, are we still falling trapped to a group think mentality? Sorry. I'm no, 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 no. You're you're not rambling because I, I honestly think about that a lot. And I was thinking this morning, um, you know, looking at, at some articles and newspaper stuff I was reading online here earlier. And, you know, you've always said that, you know, we are the news, we are entertainment. And that is, you know, that statement is true. And it's becoming more true every single day because – most people don't watch the news, uh, you know, uh, especially the big stream, you know, the big media news. Some of your local stuff, you know, some of that is, you know, uh, real and uh, legit and so forth. But I don't know. It, it, it's just the way that the world is today, it's, I mean, it's like it gets darker each day. Uh and it's like people are okay with that. That's that's what they want. Or they just, you know, and something I've realized over the last little bit is how freely people will give up their right to whatever just to get over it and move on, you know. I mean, you shouldn't give up any of those rights, you know, that, that we have in this country. Uh, I mean, so... I could get on a soapbox and go on, but I'm not going to do that. But yeah, we're almost just, going on two hours here, yeah, so I'll make know, a video. I'll make right. a video for the new. And uh, the uh, TikToker of the week, I'm picking them out, is Grandpa the Nerd. You can find him on TikTok. Uh, just search Grandpa underscore the underscore nerd, and I will be bringing you a video later uh, of our TikToker of the week posted on the Here to Chew Bubblegum page. Um, again, our TikToker of the week, Grandpa the Nerd. Uh, let's see. I want to remind everyone to be sure to check out upcoming episodes of Just Listen, Cooking with Dirty Dan on TikTok, and be sure to check out Rebecca Short, Flocking Queen on TikTok, and Queen of the Flock 138 on Twitch. Aha, how do you like that? Got it that time. And uh, be sure, if Dirty Dan was here, he would say, be sure to check out CarbonCaptureShield.com, the Till Valhalla Project, and Adventures with Purpose. There you go. There, thank you. That'll do it for this week. We'll see you next week. Uh, and remember, we all have a voice, and if we stand together, we can make the world a better place. Well, I hit the wrong button. Here's oh, the yeah. outro. We're not just leaving. Here's the leaving. outro. <laughs> Do you want to say anything, Rebecca? Just wave. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Maypo, email me. See you guys next week.
Thanks for listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. You can always call, text, or leave a voicemail for Here to Chew Bubblegum at 606-373-3396. Tune in next time as we dive deeper into things the government doesn't want us to know. 